it is that time of year. I mean, everything has gone up to Ido, I think, in the last week, hasn't it? You know, I made my Christmas lists. We dragged the Christmas tree out of the attic. It's finally happening. The Christmas lights are going up and all that sort of thing. And up in the Firkin Crane, the most magical atmosphere is being created for a beautiful, exquisite performance called Adventures in Narnia, based on the tales of the lion, the witch and the wardrobe. So to find out more about it, I spoke to director of the Cork School of Dance and the show, Sinead Murphy. And I said to her, the atmosphere and the buzz must be up to 90. It is really like we, we've a week to go. We open on Friday and the excitement is huge with the children, their families, with me personally and my teachers as well. You know, this one is very special because we haven't had a big production like this since Christmas 2019. So this one is extra special. I have a history. I'm notorious now when I do something attached to snow. Snow tends to actually arrive for real. So I'm watching <laughs> the weather forecast as well. Historically, I'm not very good with this. Um, one year we did um, the Snow Queen and I think it was 2010 and it was the year of the big freeze before Christmas. Oh, wow. And I know, and I, I had to pull the show. We were like 10, 15 minutes into Act One and I had to pull the show. People were stuck in cars on the South Link and all sorts. But so hopefully now this one won't be bad. But I'm <laughs> praying that we actually won't have any snow. But there will be plenty of snow on the stage in the Smurfit Theatre for Crane. It's just, it's magical. You know, we have snowflakes, we have dancing animals. You know, I had to keep as strict to the storyline as I possibly could because I'm not sure if people are aware there is a license required to actually do a production that includes the word Narnia and to base it on the story of The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. So I had to obtain a license from the C.S. Lewis Foundation in the UK in order to make this production and they were quite strict with what they would allow me do. So I had to send off my synopsis of the story of how I was going to envisage this story transfer onto the stage. So, you know, I don't have a script. We don't have songs. So they wanted to know how was I actually going to portray this treasured story by C.S. Lewis and present it on the stage in dance form. So I ticked all the boxes for them and then we got the license, thank goodness. But it's been quite a journey. We've only been able to rehearse really in the last four to five weeks because the children, 27 of them were in Cork City Ballet's production of Nutcracker. Some of the kids were in the Opera's Panto as well. <laughs> and then I didn't get the license for this until like just mid-October. So, and I was afraid to start it in case the license wouldn't come through. But, you know, we're well and truly in the middle of it now. We have wow. one week to go. Yeah, we've one week to go and we pulled it together. We had a great day today, a very long day, but a great day. And, you know, these are kids from age three to 20. So kids and teenagers, young adults from three to 20 and um, bringing the story of The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis to life through dance with an absolutely epic sound score. I mean, it, it's just incredible. The the lighting designer, Tim, was working on stage today with the technician rigging for the show. They were just mesmerised by, by the music. It, the music tells its own story. So again, because I was trying to keep true to the story of C.S. Lewis, have the, have the good, the evil, and I wanted the music to take us on that journey too. So you know when the music is playing, you know when it's the good world and you know when it's the evil world and they just merge together beautifully in a lovely soundscape. So I'm really pleased with that really pleased and obviously pleased with how all the students are dancing it's great from three to 20 is the most incredible yeah, three breath, to 20. isn't it and yeah. you know um 
you mentioned there that some of them were dancing in the Nutcracker uh, mm-hmm. already. Some were rehearsing for Panto and getting ready for all of that. And getting ready, I guess, for, you know, big performances like this, whether it, it, there is a step up in terms of the rehearsal period and also the stamina that it takes to kind of keep pushing through a run of performances, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. But these are these are great. You know, as with the level of training changed because of the pandemic, they kept training, but it just wasn't the same. So it was very protracted. But, you know, the energy and the enthusiasm to get back into their training was infectious. And we fed off them. They fed off us and they are producing the goods hugely. So we're very impressed with them. They have, I I suppose, children have, I often think that we underestimate children and young adults. We underestimate what they can achieve. And if they want to do something so badly, they will find a way of doing it. So true. They really will. They really will. And, you know, their parents are fantastic. They're very loyal and dedicated to the school. The children are dedicated to the school as well. And they, they want to be on stage they want to dance. They want to dance to gorgeous music and obviously have lovely costumes that they want to walk around and dance around on the stage. They all love that as well. And you put it all together and you make you make magic, you know. So and the stamina comes from somewhere. It really does. Not just magic, of course, it all has to come together through the choreography. And I imagine you've had the most amazing time collaborating. It's yourself and Lindsay O'Leary and, and Susie. Susie Moran who yes. have choreographed this and creating yeah. the choreography from scratch to tell this story, to embody each character through their own dance, to create a magical world through dance and to convey the movement from one world to another must have been a joy to sink your teeth into something like that. It actually was. I, was, I, hope, I hope you weren't going to say it was, it was difficult because it actually wasn't difficult. It was a joy to do it because, you know, we are creators. Dance is about moving through space. It's about telling a story. It's not just about the steps itself. It's making a traditional dance step look different from a fawn to a little fairy, you know. And so one dance step can be done in two different ways with two different characters and exploring all of that with the children in front of us. The teachers have been great. The children have given us the inspiration to actually create for them. And I always say, you know, it's, it's OK, I might be the, the director of the school, but it's very much a team effort. It's a collaboration between the teachers and the students. So they give us the inspiration to create. And we definitely feed off each other like that, which is great. It's a lovely, we have a fabulous environment in the studio when we're creating this, whether it's in the children's class times or extra rehearsals, you know. So it, it's great. It does come together really well as, and we're, we're all a good team. Well, you are doing it just for next weekend. I see there's performances on Friday and Saturday, evening performances at 7.30. But then on Sunday, you also have a gorgeous matinee afternoon that people can come to. And tickets are, of course, available through the Firkin Crane website and uh, by special licence from the C.S. Lewis Foundation and everything. It's going to be so special, a really crisp, Christmassy story, Adventures in Narnia, based, of course, on The Lion, The Witch and The Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. Sinead Murphy from the Cork School of Dance. The best of luck to everybody. Thank you so much, Elmarie. Thank you. It's lovely to speak with you. Thank you. 